Why is the upside down stuck in 1983? I was actually thinking about this after finishing the season because they didn't really explain why it's stuck in 1983. And like me, maybe people just saw that scene where it was 1983 and they didn't really just put two and two together or they just kind of forgot about it because this, listen, season four is just, there's so much going on all the time. It's kind of hard to sit and think about one thing. Yeah, this is an article from Screen Rant, which actually named us a top podcast to listen to, by the way. That's exciting. To toot our own horn there. All right. And they wrote, why is the Upside Down stuck in 1983? Stranger Things season four proved that the Upside Down was stuck in 1983. If you remember when Nancy went to go get her guns from her house in the Upside Down, they weren't there. And she only realized that they weren't there because she looked at her diary and it hadn't yet happened yet where she placed them there in the real world. Diaries are fun. That is interesting. So this article explains, or it doesn't really explain why it's stuck in 1983, but it gives you a few theories as to why it's stuck in 1983. Warning, spoilers for Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1. But actually, if you haven't watched Stranger Things Season 4 yet, you're not listening to this podcast. No, probably not. All right, in Stranger Things Season 4, Chapter 7, Massacre at Hawkins Lab, it was confirmed that the Upside Down was stuck in 1983. And here are the reasons why. There was... Been a setting in Stranger Things serving as a mysterious alternate dimension parallel to the real world. When doors or gates have opened between the two dimensions, threats from the Upside Down leak into Hawkins. At times, humans have been able to investigate the Upside Down, including houses and infrastructure that mirror Hawkins in their dark environment. You know, one thing they didn't explain, if you go back to the beginning seasons, when they were having... I don't know if they were scientists or army people go yeah. into the upside down. Do you remember that one scene where they went into the upside down and apparently they were exchanging or changing the power out or something? Yes. What was that? I don't know if they ever explained what they were doing there or what that was. If you know, and you're listening to this podcast or watching it on YouTube, explain in the comments below. I really want to know why they had to go in there to exchange the power. There's so much going on in Stranger Things, and I think I'm not exactly sure or sold on the idea that – the Duffer brothers do things with intent or not, but it's fascinating because there's so many things to unpack. Yeah, and even you had a great question. We're watching Stranger Things season four, and as we're going through, you're noticing things. Like, they went back to go get Nancy's guns that she hid in her room. They weren't there. The bikes were there, though. Yeah. But why aren't cars there? Where are the cars? So it's weird. And maybe as we get to the bottom of this article, it'll explain it a little tiny bit as to why some things are there and some things aren't. Like I can see why they're maybe not driving cars because cars are noisy. But the fact that I didn't notice any in any scene was weird. Yeah, but the trailer was there, though. The trailer was there. Because that's right. where Eddie was playing the music to uh, mm. to kind of attract the Demobats. Interesting. So Will Byers was the first person to spend an ample time in the Upside Down and make it back to the real world. Though he was later confirmed to be the new host of the Mind Flayer, it confirmed that humans could travel throughout the alternate dimension. In Stranger Things Season 4, Episode 7, Chapter 7, The Massacre at Hawkins Lab, Nancy, Robin, and Eddie followed Steve through the Watergate, which <laughs> Dustin named the Watergate and thought he was funny. In the in that lake. Leading to the Upside Down. The, uh, with the threat of Demobats, Nancy suggested going to the Upside Down to retrieve her guns. While there, she discovered... Which were in her house. Right, which weren't there because she discovered that it was stuck in 1983 after she picked up her diary and realized that was her last entry. She's really smart, by the way. It would probably take me all day, maybe a week, to, real, to say, hey, wait a minute... 
Because I think the first clue was obviously the guns weren't there. Then the second clue was something about a stuffed animal being don't donated yeah. it was in her room and then she thought to go to her diary to look at the dates i'm not that smart they're <laughs> all listen if you have a i want friends like dustin like steve like nancy like robin because those are my four favorite and they're very very smart is it because they do more playing like in the 80s they did more play time and you just spent hours outside and you kind of had to figure out things on your own maybe you know what i never played D yeah as a oh, kid yeah but maybe that the role playing and thinking and having to like kind of think on your feet and strategize help them be able to figure all of this things out. They're so smart. The date 19, sorry, the date November 6, 1983 is significant in Stranger Things for several reasons. First, it was the date that Dr. Martin Brenner requested that Eleven make contact with a monster with her telekinetic powers, which was, what was the monster, by the way? He was, he looking for Vecna slash one slash Henry? That's what I think now, but I, at the time, I wasn't sure if it was they were looking for demogorgons, right? Well, were because is it government? Were they looking for a weapon? You know, like something that could help with whatever fighting. I don't know. It was not very clear. As Eleven escaped Hawkins' lab, Will Byers was also taken by a demogorgon into the Upside Down that same day. With Eleven opening a gate to the demo, uh, the demogorgon's actions in Hawkins, this was likely the first time. That elements from both dimensions mixed together. Which, that's one thing that I don't realize sometimes, or I have to really focus and pay attention, is that there's so many things that happen in Stranger Things between characters, and a lot of times it happens on the same day, and sometimes I think it's the next day. I, I don't, don't always realize it's all happening at once. You know what, there are a couple things, like you mentioned earlier, that I don't know if the Duffer brothers or the writers for Stranger Things didn't get a chance to kind of finish their thought process. But even so, like even in season four, when they're at the, when they're going to the desert, right? Yeah. It says one week earlier, but it never explains what one week earlier means in any other part of the show. True. So I wonder if they're just kind of throwing things out there and that they think they need to finish it off, but then they get to that point and like, you know what? We don't have time or eh, it doesn't come together. Forget it. But why would they leave it in there? True, the editors could easily remove it, and they probably would. Well, there is a part. Speaking of editors, they are they have made a few mistakes, and I'm going to share one mistake that you can go back and watch if you want to. Okay. It's in season three. It's when uh, Hopper oh, gosh. and Joyce <laughs> kidnap the Russian scientists, right? They're at the gas station. They're at the 7-Eleven. They're at the 7-Eleven. They got him a Slurpee. He has a Slim Jim in his hand. First of all... You're really proud about catching this. I'm so proud about catching this. And you're going to have to go back and watch this. He has a Slim Jim in his hand, right? And this is a mistake they made in editing. They're going to steal the guy's car to get away. He pushes the Slim Jim against his chest. And then Joyce comes over. And then in the very next scene, he's holding the Slim Jim again and pushes it against his chest again. It's the case of the mysterious vanishing and reappearing Slim Jim. It's the case of, whoops, we missed that part. <laughs> that, that also happens in season three with the banana. <laughs> and when they, with the Scoops troops are working together in the ice cream shop and they're trying to decode the Russian uh, message, Steve's holding a banana and eating a banana. And then you can see that at certain times he's done with the banana and it's on the table or if it's back in his hand. It's, there's all this chaos happening. <laughs> That's funny. So there's a couple of points like that. We should point them out and put them on Instagram. Clearly, you've watched Stranger Things a bit too many times. If you notice in those, yeah, you've watched it several times. All right, back to the article. The events of the dimensions bleeding together likely locked the Upside Down in November 6, 1983 in some kind of endless time loop. Granted, 
it's important to examine why the upside down didn't get stuck at, in September 8th, 1979, when Henry Creel slash one slash Vecna was banished to the dimensions. What are we calling him now? All of those things. Okay. Yes. When Eleven trapped... Oh, sorry. When Eleven tapped into her memories to rediscover the whole truth centering around Massacre and Hawkins, Vecna's true identity was revealed, which we all remember that part. Right, and he wanted her to help take over the world. To do what? I don't know. It's kind of like a... uh, Reminds me of Avengers with Thanos. Yes. He kind of just wanted to eliminate some people. I don't know why, but that... Yeah, he's mental. He's a mental case. (laughs) But when she denied him, Mm -hmm. that's when their epic battle started right and then she sent him through a portal so to speak to the upside down and we're thinking that's the first time that the two bled together but it's interesting because even in this article it talks about when that happened and henry slash one slash vecna (laughs) well maybe vecna is his after name like once he turns into that is like he's now vecna well here's the theory Okay. Was- Interesting. The surrounding environment looked nothing like Hawkins. Okay? Right. That's what I was about to say. So the dimension showed had two mirrored layers covered in mountains and what looked like lava flows. This suggests that the Upside Down and Stranger Things wasn't formed yet in 1979. It's too early. Which means the replication of Hawkins either occurred the day Eleven opened the gate in 1983. Why, though? Or Vecna used his powers to replicate Hawkins but stopped the day as his sights turn to 11. So maybe they're thinking oh. when you go to the upside down, that's so when Vecna kind of takes over your mind, he puts you in a place that you see what's going on, but it's not reality. Right. So maybe they're thinking when people visit the upside down, they're in Vecna's reality that he's so portrayed. Vecna made it easier for himself. He's he like, almost made it what? like a movie set. Yeah. He's like, you know what I'm going to do with this facade? Yeah. This, is, gonna- <laughs> this is familiar to me. This is, I want to, I like to be comfort and yeah. I have my comfort zone. Totally. Hawkins is my comfort zone in my yeah. mansion. Right. Exactly. Every so, time I think of Vecna now and I think of anything funny, I think back to the post where he, the actor was in the the trailer working on the the makeup and the effects and he's got his iced coffee. Yeah. So you know what else though? Once he goes back, right? Once he gets sent to the upside down, right? Yes. He technically, although that's weird because he can go in between. So my thought process was, all right, he's going to the upside down in 1979. He doesn't know what happens after that in Hawkins, but he kind of does because he can reach well, he into saw. people's brains yeah, he and see what's going on. He saw the 83 Hawkins, and he just reproduced that to get to 11, right? Yeah, that must be the case. Maybe he doesn't even – maybe he's trying to fight his way through, like trying to find 11 somehow. Like he's going through all these poor poor people because he's like, all right, one down, next one, until he finds her. Well, there's some other articles and theories out there as to why he chooses his victims. Okay. Maybe we can do that in a future podcast episode. So much to unpack, so much exciting, so much fun. I guess it's okay that they just started writing season five because we still can't get enough of talking about season four. No, I, got, I think we've got another month of talking That's about season it? four. And then I'm going to be very much anticipating season five. And I'm going to show you here right here on the screen because the writers, if you want to follow them on Twitter, they are uh, strange, stranger writers on Twitter. And they just posted as of yesterday, if you're listening to this podcast when it comes out the whiteboard with the Stranger Things 5 logo on there, but it's blank. Hmm. So they haven't had any writings as of yesterday, but they're beginning. I want them to write in Mrs. Harrington for some reason. I I want more Steve and, like, his backstory. Do you? Yeah. 
I do. I don't know. Would that be exciting at all? Well, there are new characters that are put in in every season, and every season you're like, no, we're good. We have enough characters that we already fall in love with. And look, every season you fall in love with somebody new every time. Even the lifeguard in season three, she was great. And that story... Well, Eddie's coming back as Koss, so he's going to be returning. Did, wait, somebody did... I don't know if this is real or not, and I guess this could be a whole other show too, but I really quickly, since we are talking about the writers in season five... They posted a whiteboard of them kind of doing the storyboarding of season five. And on there, I don't know if this was edited or something. Well, I'm looking at it right now. I'll tell you. Okay. In the right corner where it says season five, is there a thing on the letter? I'm zooming in. Zoom in. I will stall. But I think if that is the case. Yes. On the top right-hand corner of the number five, there is. And you can tell this was added because it looks like they drew the number five and then went over to the number five in the top right-hand corner and added a little kind of arrow at the bottom. Now, is that really real their post with that thing? Because if that is the case, that is the best clue. They are better than these Duffer brothers, these writers. I'm sorry, but they are. Did they work at Disney at some point? You're going to have to go over to our YouTube channel if you listen to this in the podcast version and check this out. It's at the end of the video because it's definitely there. And they do a great job of adding clues. There was another clue that they added. Jason, right, who was the cheerleader – no, the basketball player, right? Yeah. He said at some point uh, when they were having the party and somebody was hungover, he said, it's going to feel like you're cut in half, but you'll get better soon. Oh. How did he die? He got cut in half. half. Interesting. That was pretty dramatic. So if that was not really true or if it was just like we're still seeing. That's definitely foreshadowing. I can't believe you saw that, but that's definitely foreshadowing for something. That means Eddie is coming back as Koss because that's how he got died for the the bats. What if the entire season is just basically we're still stuck in Nancy's mind when she's foreshadowing what's to come? I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Imagine that because that was dramatic. That was dramatic. Okay. My theory, Eddie comes back as Koss. Koss was partners with Vecna, and then he he kind of betrayed him. Right. And killed Vecna. So Eddie's going to be the hero. Okay, but the significance of, do you think there's a really important factor of why we're still in 1983? I have no idea. (laughs) I still don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. Okay. You're still trying to figure that out. I'll still try to shoot for Mrs. Harrington to make an appearance, and there we go. Sounds good to me. All right, right. hit the subscribe button. We hope you like this podcast. We love doing these other episodes outside of Disney. You can check out our other podcast, Unlocking the Magic. Subscribe on YouTube. Check out the comments. We'll, I mean, leave a comment below. We'll be hanging out with you, checking out those as well, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.